0: kids, what time
1: is it? It's kind of like watching TV, but you know, in your car. It is dark side of the stream. Jay Stevens, Mike, the intern in the studio this morning. Y'all got to of that crack? Yeah, well, before we start making fun of uh, crack cocaine, um, which <laughs> when we just brought this up in the last one, you know, we both made jokes about crack and Tyrone Bigums and all this stuff. And I was like, all right, this will be great watch a bunch of crackheads for an hour and a half, then we could talk about it. <clears throat> it didn't go that way for me. I, no. I definitely I definitely didn't leave the theater making more crack jokes. No. I actually felt worse angry. about the crack jokes that I had made. And you feel angry. Yeah, you should and, definitely like, feel angry. And upset at this
0: whole thing, the way the government was involved and stuff. It's crazy. And There's now they a, got busted for being involved.
1: There was a lot Ooh, of layers to this whole layers, thing. Too. A lot of layers. If you ever watched the uh, Netflix series Narcos... You would be familiar yep. with uh, kind of how the groundwork was laid for the crack amide- ap- epidemic. <laughs> epidemic. There Ac- we go. Academic? Crack academic? What is a crack academic? <laughs> <No>. <laughs> I don't know if I want to meet a crack <laughs> academic. <wanna> them- <laughs> the crack epidemic. And um, it, it really kind of starts uh, with the idea that up until the late 70s, early 80s, cocaine was a rich man's drug. You had to have money to use it. And we all know that if you've got money, you also got money to stay away from getting in trouble. So when a lot of like... People getting busted with, you know, I mean, the, Yeah, the, yeah, white, white, color 70s, guys in this. Studio
0: 54. Yeah, white it's collar all cons, cool, man. It's all good. We ain't it. hurt nobody. No, yeah, big, yeah. Deal. no snow, big deal. No snow, no show. Yeah, yeah, yeah no
1: big deal. It's, it's, you know, it's no big, no big thing. Uh, Fleetwood Mac can, can almost mm-hmm. put their dealer yep. who was selling them cocaine in the thank you notes yep. on the record. They yeah, actually yeah. fought for that, man. But no one's getting busted for it. This now was, we'll get to that later. This was the Hollywood Life. Then Richard Pryor. Almost blows himself up freebasing cocaine. Everyone's like, "What? What's freebase?" Yeah, no, what was he? They doing? actually get into the science of what freebasing is and what crack cocaine is, and how it basically was. You could take uh, powdered cocaine and stretch it is the term they use by turning it into crack cocaine, which would allow you to get the same high. But here's the catch: it costs way less. Right now, you get into this. Story, and the first thing that kind of piques your interest is at least when they start introducing some of the people that dealt. You know, I think there, it, it, you can't, when you get into this, you can't just blame the government or the cops. Or the people that are in the ghetto, they're no. they everyone. I think is involved at some point. Everyone played a role. Yeah, the dealer says something to me really early on, where he talks about that McDonald's commercial, and he says, hey, "You get paid three twenty five an hour working at McDonald's, and then the government wants to take taxes. I'm not doing that. Right? I'm going to go sell crack. Come now, the right there is the problem. Okay, I'm going to get this out of the way first. That mentality is the problem because sure that might make sense to you and you can go turn $5 into $500 really quickly and whatever, and you don't have the government taking their pie. But there are individuals in this world that work and live in lower class situations that would be happy to work for that 325 and have done it and gone through the ranks and did it the right way. So that mentality right there is a problem. Okay, that's one of the problems. Is that mentality right there? Is I don't want the government taking my change, and I'm going to go out and sell drugs on the street because it's easier and it's quicker, and I can be, uh, you know, a millionaire by the time I'm be your own boss. Get it? But that's not the right way. Now. Granted, there are a lot of other things that you can blame, but you've got to look at yourself and lay blame where blame needs to be laid. And that is what there. There is not just blame doesn't just go on the government or the people in the ghetto or the cops. Like I said, it's shared blame. Okay. now there was an epidemic and the way we got fed some information and all that stuff. We'll get to that in a little bit because we got a lot of onion to peel here. (laughs) Like Shrek talking crack. Dark side of the stream on 104.7 The Cave.
0: Hey, kids, what time is it? It's kind of like
1: watching TV, but, you know, in your car. Jay Stevens, Mike, the intern, back in the studio. It is Dark the crack. Stream talking about crack on uh, Netflix, the documentary about the crack epidemic in uh, the country. Now, we kind of, uh, we talked about a little bit of the blame in the first segment, and, again, I think everyone involved needs to own up to it, whether it's uh, the user on the way up to the United States government. Now, Let's dive into that. If you don't see JRI on the street after today, we're probably put on a list for dogging the government, especially the Reagan era government. But the story goes that there was a lot of shady dealing going on. We were trying to stop communism uh, from making its uh, foothold in South America at the same time selling a bunch of arms to Iran. um, And one of the ways that we're refueling these wars, because up up until a point, everyone was kind of like, uh, we'll we'll be okay with it. Then all Mm -hmm. of a sudden Congress is like, Nope, you're not doing this. We don't care. We don't need to deal with this. We got stuff in the country. We got to deal with, get our guys. And we're not funding these wars in South America. Well, that wasn't good enough for the CIA and uh, the White House. So they start no, trading weapons. We're going to get it and for we're cocaine. Yeah, right? we go- yeah trading weapons, letting cocaine come into the country. Con- yeah,
0: they're smuggling co- our government smuggling cocaine back into the country. You, to, you're letting allowing to
1: it. it to be. Yeah, uh, you, there there was a quote in that segment where you could not get one Cuban cigar into the United States of right. America, but you could literally drop off a tanker. Full to the brim of cocaine, and it wouldn't be a problem. Super shady. <laughs> so obviously, it was being let in. Yeah, that this isn't this isn't a conspiracy. Well, you theory. see that Congress hearing, you, and the guys
0: like we loaded. Did you, did you unload guns? Yes, we did. Did you? What did you load back in the plane? Uh, bags. What else? Boxes. What well, were in those boxes? Coke. Yeah. He's like literally at yeah. Congress admitting it. I was like, whoa! And it, it,
1: it's no secret that this thing went on for a long time. Well. At that point, the problem then arises that cocaine price starts to go down. It becomes more accessible to certain people. And then the whole idea of I <laughs> it, it's hard. <laughs> I don't want to make jokes. I'm trying not to make jokes about it, especially after watching it, because you feel so bad, especially for some of these people that, you know, are recovering addicts. And we'll get into that in another segment. I don't want to go down that road. But I always think of the Tyrone Bigham's skit um, from Chappelle show. Uh, when it comes to, uh, it was, I don't think it was a Tyrone Biggums. It was actually a, a, a moment in like hip hop history where they're talking about two gangs fighting and one of the guys goes to jail and he sends a letter while in jail. And he's like, y'all need to take Coke and mix it with baking soda and sell it. <laughs> and it's like telling him how to, to sell crack on the streets, you know, and that's kind of how it was born. Obviously that's a joke, but it's funny as hell. Um, So, yeah, the government um, basically allows us to come in. Now, again, I don't want to point fingers at just one person. Now, the government had their hand in it. CIA had their hand in it big time. And if you watch Narcos and believe anything that you see on TV, there definitely was CIA involved in South America. And
0: the other documentary that we watched, uh, that was literally the... The guy, this, the CIA agent. Oh, yeah, yeah. That went down uh, the <laughs> Camarena. That was part of the whole thing. Camerana, yeah, the Camarena everything he, he And, out that, talking and about honestly,
1: it. this stuff would have continued had that uh-huh. not happened. Yep. Had a, a really good cop done his job and like snore, because he was really right, after in the marijuana like, fields. He was like, and, wait and, a minute, and this ain't wasn't right, a big this deal. Ain't right, but yeah. he stepped on the wrong toes. They went after the wrong guy. Had those guys not gone after him and that not happened, that stuff would have continued. I guarantee yeah, you. Yeah, man. Because that's the only reason that whole thing stopped and came to an end. It was well, like whoa,
0: whoa, whoa! Well, that's when everything stops. Is when you get busted. People don't stop until they get busted. It's crazy that all the lives lost. And that's even the bigger picture, basically, because the whole the whole drug trade industry. If you're selling drugs. Yeah, you might make some money, but you're going to get caught eventually. Murphy's Law. And this comes to the government even. The government was doing the same thing. They were they were trading drugs, and they got caught they eventually. They got caught eventually. It, in more
1: ways than one. Yeah. It wasn't like this. I really like the scene, though, where they- made a CIA agent go into that school and they just reamed. Oh, yeah. Him. yeah. They reamed the, reamed the poor guy. Yeah, it doesn't matter. There, but it's, he just yeah. tried to save face, but again, he just got reamed. He got
0: reamed. But reamed. Uh, you were saying, you know, before, before I watched it, you told me, oh, Jay, it's going to make you mad because, you know, I get passionate sometimes about things. I'll tell you about the surprising thing that you're going to be surprised that I got mad about in the next segment.
1: That's a tease right here, Dark Side of the Stream on 104.7 The Cave. Hey, kids, what time is it? It's kind of like watching TV, but, you know, in your car. Mike, the intern, Jay Stevens in the studio. I promise we are uh, drug-free today, even though we're talking about crack on Dark Side of the Stream. So
0: you told me before we watched it, you go, Jay, it's probably going to upset you. It's going to change your mind like about this. things. Well, the part that upset me the most, which is I was really surprised well, it, here I'm watching this, right? And this is back, it's in the 80s, all these congressional hearings talking about it. Who do I see in there? I see Chuck Schumer as a young representative.
1: Oh, I know where you're
0: representative. going. Through. I see Joe Biden as a, I see all the same characters that are, are representatives today in the Senate. The same people like, yo, you got to put some term limits
1: on these guys. You know what I'm saying? That's the like, thing I've always said. About Dude, at, at a certain point, our you lawmakers. You can't be in there for
0: 30 years, the same lawmakers. But
1: that's the way this system has been built and it needs to be that's changed. It's too rigged, bro. Because at what it's point do rigged. you start, where do you start instead of campaigning for your constituents, yeah, do yeah, you start you're, campaigning you're, for you're yourself? You're getting
0: your pockets lined, man. When they
1: came out with the law, the all the tough criminal out, all when they are like, oh my God, the just say no stuff and all that stuff and, and the and, uh, m- uh, manu- or minimal sentencing stuff and all that stuff. Mandatory minimal sentencing. Yeah. All yeah. that crap is garbage because it, for even the lawmakers were saying we rushed through this. They wanted yeah, yeah. like, bills take a year. We had to do this thing now. They rushed it through. And they, you're talking about like luck. one vial of crack versus 100 grams of cocaine. Now I don't I'm not going to sit here and talk about my past, but I tell you there's a big difference between 100 grams of cocaine and a vial of crack cocaine. Huge difference. Um, so what are you actually going after? Are you going after they the, were the, targeting the Low income. That people, is that for, is sure. for, sure. And, for and, sure. And then go to back on what you said, all these people that were part of that, guess what? They still got they're jobs still and one just got the elected president. The yeah, of they're the still States. running the
0: show. It's incredible. So, and, and that's not even a political statement. It's just, it's the same on either side of the fence, Republican and Democrats, if it's the same people for 30 years in power. Basically, that's like a, a monarchy, like a kingdom, basically. It's just more cha- people, yeah, you know? That stuff
1: needs to be changed. Uh, there needs to be term limits yeah, on these guys. Yeah, and also
0: the war on drugs, it, we obviously I think at this point, everyone who committed, it was a completely failed campaign. The, the privatized prison failed. system yeah. is failed. Completely the war on failed drugs system. has failed.
1: You look at the explosion of... The, crime, the population, it, and that's the thing. And that's where you're, you know, I'm glad you brought that up. I'm glad that's what, what pissed you off, because that's already that's pissed me off for a while Well, I know, it
0: just it just brought it back into light. You but know, I don't harsh the, on this stuff thing, all the time.
1: The thing that you look at the way, and maybe it's a change in our understanding of addiction. I'd like to right. believe that. and
0: maybe it's an understanding, understanding that garbage. now everybody's cool with marijuana. Because there, there have, has before, been but... another
1: ep- epidemic that's happened in this country in the last 20 years, Pain and pills? that's the opioid yeah, epidemic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now, Oxycontin. the difference between the crack epidemic and the opioid epidemic is one targeted a low income, different race of people. Yep. In the opioid epidemic, you're targeting middle class class families and doctors. So now all of a sudden, let's not go throw these people in prison. No, no, no. They they need some rehab. They need rehab. They need treatment. They need help. You had people on this documentary time and time again that the whole mother's thing was, oh my God. What self righteous person? Oh God, it made me so mad. That made me so mad and sick to my stomach where all these women were saying, I went to a doctor and said, I've got an addiction problem. I need help. Instead of getting help, they get thrown in prison and their kids get taken away. So what's the difference? Terrible we man. Know, we both know what the difference Terrible is Terrible garbage. That's what pissed me off. But again, like I said in the beginning, the blame lays across the board. Yes. The, the users are definitely deserve some of the blame. The dealers, dealers the government, the, government. The, the dirty cops in New York that were selling the stuff on the street and letting it go. There was a great story with a guy yeah, that said, crazy they man. just go tell your boy I'll let you go because he was in their pocket. I mean, this happens across the country. The blame is flat even across the board. And hopefully through the opioid epidemic, we learned that, yes, drug treatment is a thing and some people definitely need help with alcohol crack gambling whatever it is if you sex addiction help, sex
0: addiction yeah.
1: <laughs> hey man <laughs> I'm, that's why you're here bro we got one more thing to talk about in our dark side of the stream next on 104.7 the cave what
0: time is it's kind
1: of like watching tv but you know in your car Jay Stevens, Mike, the intern, Dark Side of the Stream, talking about crack. The exciting crack collusion. So I think we kind of got our final thoughts in. Yeah, you got my blood moving this morning.
0: Good, made me feel alive.
1: You know, there was a chef my wife was telling me about because I, after we watched it, I go, "Man, I feel like such a jerk for making jokes about this." And you know, you wouldn't make. You remember seeing those photos of like families and stuff passed out in their minivans? Yeah, terrible man. Fentanyl or whatever. No one was making jokes about them. You know. You didn't see any jokes about that. You didn't. You are not making jokes about that. Yeah. because It's not funny. So really, when it comes to the crack epi- ep- epidemic, it I really I think you should say the same thing. Anyway, my wife was telling me there's a chef out there who used he's actually famous now, but he used to be homeless for a long time and got really upset when you start seeing these restaurants like put like, you know, uh, Crack nachos and you know crack bread oh, really? and all that wow, stuff because wow. you know it's you're making the idea that it's addictive right but it, there he would be like that's not funny it's not a joke I've seen it I've been there I know exactly Ooh, what that man. is so uh, I kind of lean on them side I, I'm not you know I'm never the one to be too politically correct because I think there's always humor in everything. Um, and it really comes down to your malice behind it. If there's malice intent, then obviously right. it's not funny, but, um, and we
0: laugh at ourselves and we laugh at ourselves
1: too, but there's a time and place for everything. And yeah. I guess this was definitely not the time nor the place, especially considering the subject, which was a tough one to watch. watch, so, it. it's, yeah, called watch it. it's It's eye opening, And, uh, <laughs> you really want to, you really want to teach your kids not to do drugs, make them sit down and watch this. Yeah. Watch that. That's better than <coughs> saying just say, no, <laughs> yeah, put dude. that on instead. You, you scare the hell out of some kids for sure. Um, So, uh, as we always do in our last segment of Dark Side of the Stream, we pick the next documentary we need to watch, and this one we're going to watch is a uh, actually a series on Netflix. So, I think we should break it up into parts. Do like the first four episodes and talk about the weird stuff, you know, and then the last four episodes. What what I'm talking about is Spycraft. What is Spycraft? It oh is yeah, a show I, I, I start to watch about one, yeah. all the stuff we the government and get in different places. Microphones use. and shoe heels yeah. and sexpionage, stuff. Yeah, yeah, it's interesting. Yeah, deadly sexpionage. Poison. Wait a minute, wait a minute. Sexpionage. collections, high-tech surveillance, covert communication. I feel like it
0: could be a good sexpionage agent.
1: The perfect spy. There's a lot of stuff here, and we could definitely dive into it. So I think we just break this one up into parts as far as we go. And you, over had, the next you had Sex oh, I, know, I know. I can't wait to get that conversation Great name for going. a band. Um, you know that, like, Raul Dahl, you know, uh, Charlie and Chocolate Factory? You know, the writer? I've, yeah. Ian Fleming, guy who wrote James okay. Bond. God, sure. You, know, you need to read some books, okay. bro. Okay. So, Raul Dahl, Ian Fleming, they're British, right? And at the beginning of World War II, the government in the United States was like, we're not... We don't want to get involved in that. That's Europe's problem. We don't. Germany wants to mess with them. That's fine. No big deal. And and, you're, and UK is like, holy crap, these guys are knocking on our door. They're like, going, you know, they, we need some help here. The whole the whole Holocaust thing really hadn't become big story yet. So it was more like, well, what's Germany doing? Eh, well, that's not our problem, you know. But then, Ian Fleming and Raoul Dahl got hired by the British government to come over here and basically romance the wives of senators and congressmen and try and convince them through their wives that we should get involved. In oh, man. II. That is a fact, sir. It I was born too down. late. There's even letters from like Fleming and Roald Dahl about like how some, like how insane these wives were and was like, get me the hell out of here. She won't, she's driving me nuts. I can't get away from her, dude. What the hell's going on? Sounds anyway, like, sounds like get, my I fan base. Know, hopefully that's what they talk about in sex but that is the next, that is your All homework right. assignment for uh, Dark Side of the Stream spycraft on netflix as always just say no to drugs yeah perhaps try to say no (laughs) yeah just say no